Uh, we are only 24 hours, 23 hours away from the historical seum. Unreal, unreal. Tonight's shear is being sponsored last minute in the merit of Menachem Mendel ben Simcha, a Rufur Shlema for my Rebbe, Tzvi Yosef ben Bela, Bela and his family. They should be well in social Kalman. I'm already starting hearing excuses. I can't, I can't host a seum. I have COVID, Shmovid. You guys can read this one? This might, it might be a hoax. I don't know. I was asked to put this, a sponsor. This, this is a sponsor with a blank piece of paper. Maybe they're trying to do some shtick later on, like superimpose something. I don't know. But if yes, I, I'm calling it out right now. I don't know why somebody would sponsor a blank piece of paper. It beats me, but hey, it fits right in. What do we have here today? Oh. So first we have Kalman's email here. This is because my printer is broken. I'm going A3 on everything. I know Chavez by you, but I have bad news, which is why I'm sponsoring. First, thank you for the refua for Leora. Now 7 for 7. I need 8 for 8. Please, my Rebbe just got sick. Has COVID. What does he want? That he shouldn't have COVID anymore? What are we supposed to do? I, I'm not sure. The Oilam Shadavan for his Rebbe. The announcement just went out a few hours ago. It's 4 p.m. in New York. As he davened at the house, last Shabbos sat right next to him during Shal Shudas. And then another Shir. Also davened to him. Bekitzer. He has to go into quarantine, Kalman. Which means I can't go to Shul or Daven be at the Siyum, but not to worry. Binyaman has everything completely under control in the five towns. I met with him last week. I called him on the phone as soon as I heard about an hour ago. He's awesome. Love this guy. Please also put in a good word for me. I can't have COVID. I have people in my house that are really at risk. I'm feeling 100%, so not sure you can put Rufua, but my name is Kalman Nelson Ben Menachem Mendel for Rufua. Oh, for, for Rufua, Bichaya. All right. His daughter's surgery, Baruch Hashem, was unbelievable, successful. Eight for eight, please. Put in a word for me. Good job. Good vach. I'll see you on Zoom Sunday. Kalman, five towns. One short one over here. Before we do a beautiful sugya, Ervin sugya, from Yossi Feintuch. Dear Rav Eli Stefanski Shlita Sholem, my name is Yossi Feintuch, grade 10, young kid, Toronto, Canada. My grandfather listens to your live shear at 2.15 Eastern Standard. He doesn't say who his grandfather is. I don't know. I don't, I don't recognize the Feintuch, but maybe his grandfather is Jay Spitzer. I don't know. My grandfather listens to your live shear. And I get so much out of doing Chazorah with the eight-minute daf, a great Hisoirus. The Rav deserves those ads on the buses. I'm not sure. Does he, did he chap that I don't like it? Does he, is he trying to shtach? The ads on the buses. Reboi side, the ads on the buses are the worst. The worst. They still run around right in front of my house till this very day. Big, giant picture of me. And I, I wouldn't care if people knew that I didn't put it on. I care that people think. It, it makes sense, right? That I would advertise my own face on a bus. Today, my grandfather, no, seriously, that's what people think, and that's, it really is up my alley, but no, I don't go, I don't stoop that low. Only Yeshiva World News, but not buses. It's different. Today, my grandfather and I were in the car listening to your YouTube share as we just left Yarchi Kalan Lakewood, heading back home to Toronto. Every year, we learn a new Sugibiyun. This year, we did Brochas Daf Mem Aleph. Oh, I forgot to tell you that the name of this email is Hashgacha Pratis. 
So what's the Ashgach of Brothers? That he was learning Brachas Davmim Aleph while we were learning Erev and Davdalet. And we said that's exactly a year apart and it's the same exact sugya to the... And he was learning that sugya. That's what he was learning in Yachikala. Two weeks of 10 plus hours a day learning with a Magad Shir for an hour and a half. It's so fantastic to see that Ashgach of Brothers Hashem puts in your life. Today was the same. Uh, isn't that beautiful? Even the Rav was excited really back a year and a half ago. Uh, Sent from, I love this, sent from my yeshiva kosher phone. Baruch Hashem. Keep stagging. Yashukayach. All right. Givaldik Yossi Feintuch from Toronto. So, here we go. We are holding on Dafayom the base all the way in the bottom. Last line. Today's Davov. Omar Rav, Chonin Barov Omar Rav, says Rav. Oh. Yes. Oh, oh, thanks for reminding me. Okay. Who's that? Who's talking? Avi? Yeah, we're getting we're gonna get you some more buses, by the way. Just letting you Yeah, okay. Okay, you know what the revenge is. You know what the revenge is. It's up to you. Hey, I let it I did it for one day on Purim. I'll do it for the whole year. I'll do it on buses. I have the. I'll have sponsors. I'll have the whole. I'll have buses around the world in ten days. You'll see. You'll be. You'll be the famous Abi Kamiansky from the hair transplant. I'll have your phone number listed as free hair transplants. First four hundred callers free. All over CBS News. All right. Anyway, listen. This is how it's working. Our boys, I forgot to mention the scene. We're doing a scene tomorrow. Unbelievable. Historic. First of all, first thing you need to know is take your names off the Zoom as it is. Please learn how to do that. Instead of your name, first of all, if you're going to play, it's great. Have the host change your name to Lakewood, to Muncie, to RBS, to whatever. Take your names out. Your names are not important tomorrow. It's the locations that we want to see on the thing. And if you don't have, if you don't change your name, we're going to throw you off the Zoom. You better be careful. Tomorrow we start at 8 o'clock Israel time. And we are going to start, I don't know, I don't have the exact schedule. But something like, we're going to show like 15-20 minutes of video sent in by different people. It's exciting stuff because you get to learn who these people are. You get to know the whole point of the Zoom is the camaraderie. You get to know the Eilam, get to see different people, the, the, the Hasidim and the modern Orthodox and the guys with the guitars, the guys in the bathing suits and the, uh, different people sending in videos from different places, Gishmak and stuff. That's that. Then, we're going to have somewhere along the line, we're going to have Charlie Arari. We're going to have a Seum first. So the actual Seum. Hopefully the guy that sponsored the Seum, he'll do the Seum. He's fighting with us. Avi, you have any word on that? Is he going to say it? Yeah, I told you. He gave a thumbs up. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Okay, great. So he'll do it, and um, Nachman Seltzer is emceeing the whole thing. We're going to introduce, um, the first speaker happens to be Leon Welcher from South Africa. He'll speak for two minutes, and then we're going to show a video clip that he, um, he sponsored, and he did, and all on his own, clips from different shiurim stuff, whatever, it's cool stuff. That's like 15 minutes, and then we get to see more people, live people, another live one. There's only six, I think, six or seven live two-minute speeches. That's it. The rest are all pre-recorded, Baruch Hashem, so we have that under control and wrapped. Um, so it's going to be like 
20 minutes of speeches, then Charlie Harari. 20 minutes of speeches, then Rabbi Sacher Fran. 20 minutes, you know, like that. We'll just break it up. And that's the evening. At the end, um, that's it. I don't know. That's pretty much it. Anything else you want to tell? It remains to be seen. No, 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 no. The whole thing is just camaraderie, just geschmack, hearing a bunch of people. And the good thing is that these speeches are very short. Every speech is short. Even our featured speech speakers, one is 10 minutes and one is 15 minutes. So it's all like, dang, dang, dang. If you don't like it, you want to go invite you go invite you go to sleep. If you're bored, you can watch the rest on YouTube the next day. And we'll come out with the, the official schedule, don't worry, you'll have it right before the CM Bezer Hashem. Now, they're working on it right now, Noam and, and, and I forgot, I think Gary's supposed to meet with him soon and just come up with the official, official, official schedule. Omarav, Chonobarav, Omarav. Mavoy shenifretz mitzidoi be'eser, meroishoi ba'arba. So it goes like this. Here's your Mavoy. Going back to the larger pages, just for now, until I get a new printer. Here's the Mavoy. Here's the opening to the Mavoy. If it's on the side, mitzidoi, then the gap that passes this Mavoy, says Rav, 10 amois, about 20 feet. Provided that there's a piece right over here. You see this piece? There's a nice piece right over here, this piece. This piece is Fort Fachim. If you have this Fort Fachim, that's the sugi we had the other day, then this could be all the way to 10 amois. I don't care that people go through it and make a shortcut. That doesn't bother me right now. Because since this is Fort Fachim right over here, so this Kaira is a kosher kaira for a mavi that's fort vachim, because he said the minimum of a mavi is fort vachim, so it does its job, so the kaira works for the entire mavi, the whole thing. What about if the breach is on this wall right over here, on the opening of the mavi, explains Rashi, what happened was <coughs> that the mavi was 20 amas wide, so what he did was he built a wall that's 10 amas. And in the 10 amma wall, there's a breach. Barba. Over there, only four tfachim ruins the whole thing because it's at the, at the opening of the mavi. So at the opening of the mavi, four tfachim. Tfachim. What is four tfachim? A foot? I, I don't even know. And over here on the side, you go all the way to 20 feet. 20 times the amount, let's say. So the difference is huge. The side, you could get away with a lot more than the front. Says the Gemara, Maishno. The Gemara goes away from this immediately. Maishno, what's the difference? The side and the front. Maishno, You're telling me it's an it's a opening. Openings, by the way, are not bad for us. Non-openings are really bad. A mavi is allowed to have different doors, different stuff. As long as the, the, the main entryway, you show a kaira, you show a lechi. So, what's the difference? If there's an opening up to 10... By the way, I have a riddle for everybody. Look into your Gemara. I want to I make you work a little bit. Because it's not fair that I should work and break my head. So here's the riddle. There's a little tysis, tiny tysis, 10 words. I want you to read the tysis and explain to me what tysis says. Here. The second Taisvis, The top line of the Gemara, there's a little Taisvis. What in the world is Taisvis saying here? 
So I'll read it. Mitzidoy be'eser merosho barba. Eser ain't pirusho karba. The eser kishel mato varba kishel mala. Sounds like zayir to me. Ten is like mato arba kishel mala. What in the world? What Tosis is saying is very simple. Ten is not like four. Ten is like downwards. What Tosis really should have said is that basically Tosis is talking about like an advad bechlal kind of thing, and Tosis is saying that when the Gemara says ten, it means that it's kosher like nine, like less than ten. Ten is like mata, like nine. Four is like five. Four is puzzle like five. That's all Tysus wants to say. But it's a nice little riddle. Why does Tysus talk in such language? Just to make us confused and you have to sit. I'm sitting and looking at this Tysus. It took me a, a good few seconds here. More. Again. When you say the word ten, in this Gemara at least, it's not like four. The Eser Kishel Mata, ten means that it's kosher, like less than ten, like mata, below ten, like nine, which is kosher. Varba kishel mala. This text will come into use actually later on in the Gemara. Fine. And when the Gemara says arba, that's already possible. That's bad. Four is bad. It's like five. Okay. I go bottom here. Says the Gemara. So why are you telling me that when it's four, it's possible at the opening of the mavoi, but on the side wall of the mavoi? Then 10 is, you know, still kosher up to 10 amas. It should just be a little opening, another opening next to the kair. What's the big deal? Because we're dealing with, it wasn't breached on the front wall. It was breached on the corner of the wall. And, and what's the, so what? That's not something normal that you would do. So first of all, let me just show you the, the picture. Here, if there's a breach on the front part of the wall, the Havamina was, this is no good, because it's on the front of the Mavu, versus the side of the Mavu. This one is okay, when it's up to 10 Amas. This one, immediately, a tiny little breach is possible. Says the Gemara, no! We're talking about this kind of breach. This is the problem. The entire corner is missing, I we had yesterday where there was a Karen Zovis, he made it on the corner. Okay, over there is different. He made it on purpose, that's okay. Says the Gemara, Viravuna Omar. This is important to remember this Ravuna. He's, he's going to accompany us for the rest of the evening. Ravuna says, No matter what, it's always Fort Fachem that makes it possible. You can't get away with this 10 Amas, a breach on the side of the Mavoy, four Tvachim, that's it. No 10 Amas like the Tanakama. What does Rav Huna say? Four Tvachim. So Rav Huna is telling the one who argues on him. How, we started the, the Sugya on Dafheyom and Beis, the last line. Omar Rav Chonam Barova, Omar Rav. So says Rav Huna to Rav Chonam Barova, it's not true that if you have 10 Amas, it's still kosher. Don't argue with me. The Rav, your Rebbe, that you quoted, Omar Rav Chonan Barova Omar Rav. 
Don't tell me that your Rebbe said Tanamas. When in fact I was there and I saw your Rebbe Paskin Fort Fachim. A gap that's more than Fort Fachim is possible. The Rav, Ikla the Damcharyo. There's a place called Damcharyo. And there was a gap, there was a breach in the wall, there was only Fort Fachim. Possible. So how can you tell me that your Rebbe Rav said Tanamas? Omar Lei, so Rav Hanan answers him. Rav Bika Matzah V'Goder Bogoder. We're going to have this, this line. It's a nice line in the Gemara, in this, in this Masechta, a few times. Rav found a valley where, it's a mushal. You have a valley and your animals are going to run away. So what do you do? You make a fence. Rav was in Damcharya, terrible place. Amaratzim over there, they don't know what they're doing. So you had to start making gedarim, you had to start making fences, so that they're not over. Damchari is different, you're right. There was a story in Damchari, and he said, Fort Tfachim in Amavoy, possible. But in general, he holds, you have all the way up to 10 Amas, in order for it to be possible. A lot more. Why is Damchari different? Damchari, a bunch of Amaratim. Amaratim, we had this in Shabbos. When you have Amaratim, you have to be gaiter, you have to, you have to, you have to you, take out your whip, make it harder for them. Fort Fachim, so they start realizing, hey, these halachas, this this mavoy, this this. Fine. Says I'll prove to you that Ravun is right, that a little gap, small gap, of Fort Fachim is what does it all. Why? akum. Oh. We have you have an L-shaped mavoy. Mavoy akum. Here's a Mavayakum. What do you do when you have an L-shaped Mavay? So, Rav Omar Teirosoy Kimefulosh. We mentioned the word Mefulosh in the Hagdama to the Masechta. Let's go over it again. This, for instance, is a Mavay Sasum. It's not 100% clear, but there's, there is a wall. This is a wall. It's not a great wall. If you look closely, you'll see a wall at the end. There's one opening right over here, and it's closed. You have a nice little ches going on here. So what do you do? You put a lechi, you put a kaira. That's a mavi sasam. We're talking about mavi mafulash, similar to what we have in our streets today. There's an opening on top. This is a Rosh Hashanah going through this way. And this black over here with the lanes on the bottom is another Rishas Rabbim. This Mephulosh right, right here is through and through. Okay? Mephulosh Mephulosh. I could enter from here and I enter from here. So says the Gemara, when I have... Where is that picture? When I have an L-shape with two openings. You can go into the Mephulosh over here and you can go into the Mephulosh over here. So what do I do? How do I look at this? How do I view this? It says, Rav, I view it as two mavois that are wide open. Here's one mavoi that opens, and it has the opening over here. And here's another mavoi. In other words, the bend where the L meets at the bend, that's an opening for both mavois. In addition to that, you have the, the regular mo- openings. You have one, two, and this right over is the opening. It's a complete mavi mafulash. 
What's the halacha by Mavim Mefulish? If I have just a regular street, my alley goes through and through. So, like in this case, my Mavim Mefulish, what do you do? The halacha is you put a Tzuras HaPesach. Do you see that? I don't know if you can see it well. I don't see it so well. Here. Tzuras HaPesach. It's like a doorway. There's a kaira on top and two beams on the bottom. There's two vertical and one horizontal. And then also on the other end, you can get away with one lechi or one kairo. But you need a tzuras ha-pesach on one end and a lechi on the other end. So in our case, when you have two mavois that are considered mefulash, they're considered through and through, says Rav, put a, a tzuras ha-pesach in the center, right over here, tzuras ha-pesach, and over here you put a lechi, so that's one mavoi. And this also acts for this mavoi. And I put a lechi right over here at the end. I put a lechi at that end, put a lechi at this end, and it's first pesach smack in the center. Simple stuff. Now we're going to want to go back to Rav, because we're dealing with Rav here. Omar Rav Chodim Barova Omar Rav. Rav Chodim said that Rav said that you could do 10 amas. You go up to 10 amas is good. So if you have a, a L-shaped mavoi, So I need a tzuras ha-pesach in the middle, and a lachi on each opening. I view it as a dead-end mavoi. So what do you do with a dead-end mavoi? Two pshatim rashi. Either all you need is one lachi at the main opening, at both openings, and zero in the center, at the bend, zero at the bend, or at the bend. Okay? So it looks something like this. Same exact picture, but instead of having a giant Surus HaPesach here, tiny little lechi in the corner. Lechi here, lechi here, and a lechi at the opening. Two openings and one lechi. That's the second shot in Rashi. Says the Gemara, okay, here's my proof. What's the case over here with this L shape? Ilema Master. If you're going to tell me that there's more than 10 amois, let's say it's this way, some say this way. Let's just say over here. The point is that there's 10 amos from side to side. How could Shmuel say that a, a bend that has 10 amois, more than 10 amois? Right? More. Because 10... Tyson says more. Esser kilamala. Okay, fine, whatever. Ten. We're going to more than ten. Let's call it ten. Ten. If, if, if the bend has ten, there's an opening of ten. How could Shmuel say at an opening of ten? You just ignore it. You don't put anything at an opening of ten. If it was a regular mavoi, a regular, one, like a one street with a dead end, and at the dead end there's a giant gap over there, a bulldozer, a truck ran through it over Shabbos. So that is a big giant hole that's more than 10 amas. Shmuel admits they have to do something about it. You have to put a tzuras pesach So now that I have a bend, and this bend is 10 amas wide, so what's the difference? How can he say, how can he ignore it? And say that you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't consider it anything. It's closed. It's not closed. I'm looking at a 10 amas gap here. El alav beser. So you have to say that it's eser, meaning it's less than 10. Less than 10. 
And what does Rav hold? That less than 10 is considered wide open. Rabbi said there's only two measurements. There's only four tfachim and ten amas. There's nothing in between. There's nothing less, there's nothing more. Those are the two measurements that we're dealing with in our sugya. Either it's four tfachim or more or, or ten amas, more than ten amas. So if we're dealing with a mavi that's less than ten amas, then the only other measurement we're left with is four tfachim. And we're dealing with four tfachim that Rav says is wide open. It's a gap. Four tfachim is a gap. Rav says, a bent mavi is like it's wide open. How wide is this mavi? Less than ten tfachim. Less than ten amas. Less than ten amas and four tfachim are identical in terms of size. There's only two sizes. One is more than ten amas and one is four tfachim. And if you're telling me it's less than ten amas, then the only other size available for us right now is four tfachim. And in, in this case of four tfachim, Rav says that this mavi is considered massive gap. You have to do something about it. You have to put a tzurus pesach So you see that Rav holds that four tfachim is enough to ruin the mavi for you. You need to do something about it. You can't get away with it all the way up to 10 amas. Four tzvachim is enough to ruin your mother. Not like Rav Hanan said that you could get away with it all the way to 10 amas. Rav Hanan Barava. So what's Rav Hanan Barava going to say? It's a great question. Shani Asam, the Kobaki Barabim. So he says, oh, I'll tell you, Pshat. In this case, where there's a bend, there are many people that walk by here. All day long, people are walking by. So this is different than a gap in the middle, a breach in the middle of your wall. In the middle of the wall, people don't really walk. But over here, people are walking. This is a thoroughfare. So a thoroughfare is different. So he's saying in Nuh if you have a thoroughfare and there's a gap that's for Tfachim, everybody agrees you have to do something about it. When there's no people walking by, no Baki by Rabin, then it could go all the way up to 10 Amois. So you just use a huge chiddush. Now we have to add something called Baki Barabin. Baki Barabin changes everything. If people are constantly moving through this area, so then I no longer go to my ten amas. Now I use Fort Fachim as my max. Fort Fachim that people walk through, I have to make it Tursa Pesach. Says Rav, since there's a, there's a gap here, you're right, it's less than ten amas, but there's Baki Barabin, you have to make it Tursa Pesach. Michlal, the Rabbuna Sovar, Well, we have a machloikas. We start off the Sugi saying a machloikas. Ravuna says four tfachim is, is the limit. Rav Hanan says ten amos is the limit. But Rav Hanan just admits that four tfachim with people walking through is like ten amos. You have to do something about it. But he argues on Ravuna. So where lays the, the machloikas between Ravuna and Rav Hanan? Rav Hanan says four tzvachim and a lot of people, you have to do a tzur sapezach. And Rav Hanan argues with him. Meaning that Rav Hanan says, even no people, you need to do something about it. Think about it. Rav Hanan says you need ten. Rav Hanan admits that four plus people equals ten. You have to do something about it. And comes Rav Hanan and argues with Rav Hanan. He says, no, always four. So what do you mean always four? He, he, he should admit that if it's only if people walk through. No. Rav is going to say, even when people don't walk through it, 
if there's a gap, if there's a breach in my wall, there's four tzvachim, you still need to do something about it. So we have a machlag between Rav Huna and Rav Hanan. Rav Huna says, without people you have to do something about it, and Rav Hanan says, with people. Even if there's no people. I don't want to confuse anybody, I'll just say quickly. Up until this point, we could say that Rav Huna doesn't argue with Ami and Ravasi. Because he'll just say that there's a difference if people are walking by or not walking by. But we just established that Rav Huna holds even when people don't walk by, you still, it's still considered a breach in the wall. Fort Fahim is a breach in the wall without people. How come Rav Ami and Ravasi said 10 Amas? How is he gonna how is he gonna explain them? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you how he explains it. Hasam de iki gidudin. Gidude. Hacha de leki gidude. So I cheated, I didn't want to print two pieces of paper. But basically the first, first the thing that I was showing, or the second one in the shear, this is gidude. You see how the wall didn't come down completely? There's still some bricks on the bottom. So that's called Gidude. In other words, it's difficult for people to walk into that gap. They're going to have to climb over three fourths fachim worth of bricks. That's normal. You know, when a wall falls down, it's not a clean break. You're going to have some bricks on the bottom. So if there's Gidude, sometimes, so if there's Gidude, people don't want to walk there. People don't want to walk there. Then it's okay to go all the way to Tenamas. Then I can have a nice gap at Tenamas because people don't walk there. It's still considered somewhat of a wall. But if there's no wall at all, like in Rav Huda's case, zero walls, it's, it's flush with the street, it's, it's really comfortable to go through, then Rav Huna says, Fort Fachim is my limit. So again, we only have two shirim, Fort Fachim or Ten Amis. There's nothing in between. Baruch Hashem, it could have really confused us with the third sheet. Fort Fachim. So now the Gemara makes an afkimina. Gidude, no Gidude. If it's flush with the floor, Fort Fachim is my limit. Now if, if you have that, I have to put a Tzur Pes or something. If it's Gidude, it's built up a little bit, and I have to climb over it, people don't walk over it, then I can get away with 10 Amois. Turn around, Bono. Ketzad ma'arvin derech The Gemara is going to go away from this really, really quickly. But for the Havamina. How do I make an Eruv smack in the middle of Rosh Hashanah? I like to say Ocean Parkway, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Ocean Parkway is a street that goes from, let's say, Borough Park. It goes much further, but for the from community. From Borough Park to Flatbush. You've never seen something like this. If you haven't been there, you know, it's amazing. It's eight lanes. It's six lanes in the center, more. There's turning lanes and all that stuff. But the six lanes, plus, on the side, there's two service roads. It's a massive street. And they say that's like a, that's a, that's a, that's a 600,000 people go through it every day. And there's buildings and houses on the side. No, it's not a highway. This is, what do you guys call it? A, a parkway, a highway. This is a regular, in the middle of a city. In the middle of New York. In the middle of Brooklyn. So, massive problem. This causes a lot of controversy. Or controversy. What do you guys, again, you guys, the English guys. It's a controversy. I don't want to confuse myself. In terms of the Erev. How do you make an Erev around it? And do you not? Da, da, da. Fine. So, says the Gemara, how do you make an Eruv in the middle of Ocean Parkway? Imagine, middle of eight lanes. I want to make an Eruv. What do I do? I said, 
Velechi v'koyer mikan. On one side, I, I, I build. I go in the middle of the day. The police are screaming at me. I don't care. I build. I take a piece of wood. Go over eight lanes. Like this. Like this. I, made it, I make a doorway. It's my religion. Don't bother me. And then I take a lechi. On the other side. Oh, and then I start carrying in the middle of Ocean Parkway. That's what it says in the Gemara. Chanan Yoimer. Bisham Yoimrim. Says Chananyo, so, yeah, I already showed you the picture of what it looks like. We'll see more. So now Chananyo just explains what Bisham Yisrael says. The only way to get away with it, to actually do it, is with doors. Here's a picture of Rishus Rabbim. Massive thing. He put a Tzurus Pesach over here. And a flimsy lechi over here. I'm actually liking the smaller papers better. What do you guys think? We'll do a test soon. Tursa Pesach and a lechi. Okay, that's that. Says, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have that book, yeah. Yeah, I don't like those pictures. I have better pictures. That's from, I, I have that in the Masifta also. My Gemara has much better pictures. Which book are you, what are you looking at? This book? No, 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 this one. Oh, yeah, okay, I don't have that book. No. No, I don't have that. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see on my screen. I don't see your thing so well. Is there a difference between his and mine, Rabbi Isai? Anybody see a difference? David Handler says it's not the same. It's too small. It's not coming out clear by you. I don't see it so clear. I hope my pictures look better than that. Okay. Yeah, it would save me a lot of paper and ink. Says the Gemara. So what do you do? Says Bishama, you need to make two doors. Doors in the front, right over here, and back here at the end of the Mavoy, there's also a set of doors. It's not that the two doors are over here, doors, but the point is that back here, on both sides of the Mavoy, I'm closing it up with doors. Ocean Park was like in Bnei Brak, you know, in Bnei Brak, you walk, it's closed off. Shalom Aleichem, you come to Bnei Brak and Davis, closed off. And a guy with a stone, about the whatever. Der Chagav, I just remembered. My father was walking in, in Bnei Brak, when we lived in Bnei Brak for three years. They were attacking an American guy. Attacking him, like with stones and pounding his car. So my father walks over to the guy and the guy speaks English. He says, I don't know what's going on. What do they want from me? So my father says, what's your name? What's going on? So he says, I have a son that lives in Bnei Brak. He's, he's, uh, he's religious. I'm coming to visit him. So my father tells him, listen, it's a really bad idea. And so just get out of your car, leave your car here. My father tells everybody, leave him alone. He doesn't know it's flying. He's from America. He's a tourist. And he takes him to our house. This guy was a, was a I'm not kidding. He was a, um, a rocket scientist, literally a rocket scientist from NASA. And uh, he's very appreciative that my father saved him. Like, <laughs> they were going to lynch him. They were like, hey, Shabbos, and pounding his car with rocks. He, walked, he drove into B'nai Brak, like, nobody's ever seen something like that. 
and he sent. He kept on sending us boxes of stuff about science and and rockets and and, and books and T-shirts from NASA for like a year. I never. I don't know what happened to him, but his son was a firm guy in Bnei Brak and would have been massive business showing up to his son and child. Whatever. Fine. So if you go to Bnei Brak, you'll see that there's. I don't even know how he got in. He maybe just got out of his car, moved the gate. He thought something's wrong, and he just started driving. You can't get in. Like there's gates, there's there's chains, there's all sorts of stuff. So. I think that's what it was in those days. So it says if this does become can, you could use the Rosh Hashanah. So Beishami say not only could you have doors, you lock the doors, you close the doors. They have to be closed, locked, closed. Beisil loimrim. Notice what Beisil say. One door on one end. One end of the of the Rosh Ram has a door. The other end doesn't need a door. It needs just a lechi or a kaira. Does he say anything about locking? Doesn't say anything about locking. So the Gemara is going to discuss that later on. Lock or not lock? The Gemara is going to say no lock. You don't have to close it. But there's a door, one door. So according to Hanani, according to Shammai, two doors on both sides, according to still one door. Ask the Gemara, what's going on here? You can make an arrow of the middle of Rishus Rabbim. Vatanya, yes, Is that you, Avi? Yes. Come on in. Vatanya, yes, I believe you, but for this year, I already have it. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do a test. Come say hello to everybody. Once you're here, no, no, keep on going, keep on coming, come in, come in. Yeah, yeah, it's like very, bend down, 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 say hello. Okay. I'm looking for my son, Zevi, who I asked to come over here and schlep this instead of me. Hey, this, is, this is your father-in-law, you see, Avi Epstein? Hey, Dad. All right. In Harnoff, they also have the safer. I have this in a digital file, so I don't even, I used to... Whatever, now it's much better. Fight Yishkoyach, we're going to try this out. Zok the Gemara. Listen to this. Rashi brings the, the first part, and it goes like this. If you have, you live in Ocean Parkway, and you live on both sides of Ocean Parkway, you have a house on both sides, you have two houses, you own two houses, you're fortunate enough to own two houses. Now that, you built a bridge. You built a bridge that goes over Ocean Parkway. It's a Gemara, I'm not making this up. So you could do something called P Tikra Yair Vesaisim, says Rabbi Yehuda. And that is the edge of the bridge comes all the way down into Ocean Parkway, into the street, and seals it off. And I could carry between my houses. The whole thing. There's a halachic, we learned it. There's a halachic mashmasina, one of the halachic mashmasina. Lavud, good asik. And what was the other one? Daifan Akuma. So you could do P Tikra Yair Vesaisim. Here's the picture. Oh, we'll use his. Oh, this is not in the book. This is another book. So I have to use this now. So you see, he has houses on both sides. He has a bridge or another house, whatever. And then you take this black thing over here, Pitikra, and you bring it downwards. Okay? Halachically, you bring it down. So now he can carry between his two houses, says Review that. Yes, So here comes the Gemara. Now that we know that Rashi, yes, In addition to that, says Rabbi Yudah, another thing. 
Now we're turning to the Vav Omid Beis. Oh, by the way, I forgot to say, Lilim Nishmas, Imi Merosi Rusmas Mordechai. And we're turning to the Vav Omid Beis, sponsored by Shea Greenfield from Green Star Electrical Contracting. In the beginning of Mesech the Shabbos, we had this case. Here's what it looks like. Yeah, I want to show you. This is my last printout on Friday before my printer went bye-bye. Here's a smaller picture. You see the Rosh Hashanah and the two Kairos. He puts a Kair from house to house. Okay, across the Rosh Hashanah. Here's, here, so, so get, pay attention because we have to do a little test there. Here's a Kaira, and a, there's a small piece of paper. This is a regular A4. This is A3. This is the giant one. And one more. Here's the book. Uh, anybody have to say something? A4. First one, small paper. Good or not good? Good, good. Everybody likes the first one. A lot of people like the first one. The giant paper, good or not good? Bad. Wow. A lot. Most people say bad. Book? Bad. <laughs> Poor Abby. Walked all the way over here. Let's do the book one more time. Yeah. Book. No? No good. Bad. A4, giant. Too big. And A3. Alright, whatever. I think the smaller paper is easier to maneuver around. Fine. Zogdi Gemara. So, you hear what Rebuth is doing here? Yeah? Yeah, so that, we have to go back to the Bismedrash and we'll start uh, being normal again. Bezer Hashem, one day soon. We'll get a bunch of people that had Corona already, like Gary, and they'll join us in the Bismedrash. So Rabbi Huda says, it's crazy. He's saying that I could take, I could use a, a giant street just by putting two karis or two lechis. Where do I put the lechis, by the way? Not on both sides, but on one side, on both sides of, of one house. In other words, right here, there's a house, and right here. You hear? You put the lechi here and here. Fine. Two lechis or two kairas. Venaisem, venaisem, emta. I could play ball, I could carry from one house to the other. Omruloi, eima arvim shusrabim bekach. What are you talking about? Sechacham, you cannot make a arvim shusrab. So, going back to what we said before. So, this is a question. How do you say that you're going to make. The, the Bryce starts. How do you make an Erev on Rosh Hashanah? One sheet is you do a Tzur Pesach on one end, and then another, and, and a Lechi on the other end, and then Bisham might be still two doors, one door. What are you talking about? You can't make an Erev on Rosh Hashanah. Why are you saying you can make an Erev on Rosh Hashanah? Says the Gemara. So perhaps. Maybe you're right. You can't use. A lechi and a kaira, you can't use something flimsy. 
But you can use doors, like Bisham Yisil say. So Yerushalayim is like a Mavim Afulosh. There's a road that goes right through Yerushalayim. If it didn't have the doors, the gates, that locked up at night, you'd be over on carrying Daladam's Rishon But because you have doors, in other words, how many doors do you have? Two. Not this one business. We still say one door is enough. It's in, and the halach is like Basila. Why does Rabbi Yechonon argue with, with Basila that you need two? Vamarula, Hanei Abuli the Mechayza. These gates of Mechayza. Il Malo Dalsi Sayin Ninolis. Again, Dalsi Sayin. Plural. Two doors. Chayav Amaleim Mishum Rishus Rabim. This doesn't fit in with Basila, who says one door. Amar Rabbi Yudan Upshat. Hachik Amar. Kaitzam Ma'arvim Mavoyis Amfulat. We don't want to make an error of an ocean parkway. What do we want to do? We want to make an area of an alleyway that leads into Ocean Parkway. The alleyway, the Mavui. Of course, you can't make an area of Anushus Rabbit. On Kvishachad, you're going to start making an area of. Uh, that doesn't work. Just, it's a Mavui that goes into, it hits the Rushus Rabbit. And then the Gemara, the Bryce goes into the discussion. The first sheet is you make a Tzuris Pesach. On one end, you make a lech in the other end. Then comes Hanani and says, according to Bishama, you need two doors. According to Bishama, you need one door. You just stick that in here. You need to stick it in. Itmar Rav Omar Ketana Kamo. That what? All you need is a Tzuras Pesach and a lechi. Ushmul Omar Halochi Kehananyo. So if you have a Mavim Fulash, you have a wide open Mavim. What do you do? You either, we have Machlaikis. What do you do? Either the Allah Rav says you put a Tzuris HaPesach on one end and a Lech on the other end. Shmuel says the Allah is like Hananya that you need one door. What is Hananya? Hananya says two things. Hananya brings Bishama and Basil, but obviously we go like Basilel and Basil hold one door and one Lechi. Ibailu. So now we go back to a simple question. Basil who say that you need one door and a lachi, do you have to lock that one door? Excuse me. Shmuel says you don't have to lock it. You don't have to lock it. Not only is there a psak, but there's a story that happened. Or I like to say, but over here it's It's not just a psak. He actually did it. There was a story that happened. There was a mavim of foolish, and he said, "One door, you don't have to lock it. You don't have to close it even." Again, same question. Hani Abuli, look, come look. Hani Abuli the Narda, there's the gates over there in Narda, the Timonat Palgayu Ba'afro. They're stuck in dirt. A dump truck, you know, these guys come, they, 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 they don't want to pay their fees, they come, dump the truck right over there, right by the door. So, the door is stuck in an open position, you can't close it. Unless you sit there with, with a shovel for two weeks, you're not going to be able to close it. And what happened? Marshmul went in and out. You see, Shmuel didn't care that you cannot physically close it, and it's okay, you don't have to close it. So basically, it's more of a hacker of a simon. 
It's not a physical thing that you lock people in like in Yerushalayim. You don't have to close the door. Omer of Kahano, not true. What happened was, the doors weren't in an open position and Shmuel walked in and out. The doors were in a closed position with a tiny little gap in there that a, a person could, I don't know how big, but basically they were 90% closed, let's say. There's a little bit of an opening, Shmuel was able to walk in and out and it was stuck in dirt, but it looked closed. That's why these doors w- work, but not that they were in an open position and can never be closed. Says the Gemara, Rav Nachman Omar Nachman became in charge. He said, "Listen, get rid of those piles of dirt right now." So what does that tell you? L'chayri would say, "Oh, Rav Nachman holds. You have to close it." Says the Gemara, "No." You know, we have throughout Shas, with a lamid, if, you, if you're able to mix it, we learned in Menachas, if you're able to mix it, you don't have to mix it. But you have to be able to mix it. You have to have enough, uh, your bowl has to be large enough to contain the amount of flour, the, the, the sow over there. You should be able to be able to mix it. But you don't have to physically mix it. Over here also, you should be able to close the door, but you don't have to close it. It's not important to close it. You have to be able to close it. So he, Rav Nachman said, get rid of this dirt. You can't close it if there's dirt there. Once you get rid of the dirt, we're okay. You don't have to close it. Says the Gemara, Very interesting case. A new bent mavoy, but two bends. In other words, it looks exactly like a ches. Two bends in the mavoy. So, not such a great picture. This I took a picture off my Gemara, my Masifta Gemara. Or that other book that I showed you guys. But a little bit, the quality is not great. But what you see here is, these are the bends. And if you look closely, there's a door here and a door here in the bend. Okay? And at the end, the entrance, you put a, a lechi or a kaira. Door, door, lechi, lechi, or kaira, kaira, or lechi, kaira. So what's going on here? So what they did is, now we're going to go into a little bit of a sugya of could I be machmer, like whoever I want, be mekel whoever I want. So what they did was, they took the two chumras. They went like rav l'chumra and like shmuel l'chumra. So again, we had a whole sugya with the L-shaped mavoy that over there rav holds, you have to do something. It's considered wide open. It's more foolish. You have to do something. You have to put a a tzuras hapesach. What does Shmuel say? You don't have to do anything. According to one pshat Rashi, zero. According to the second pshat Rashi, you have to put a tiny little lechi. But you don't have to put a, a door. You don't have to put a, a tzuras hapesach. Something small at most. Maybe nothing. So they were machmer like Rav and they said you have to do something. But Rav only says you have to do a tzuras ha-pesach, a little, two pieces of wood, flimsy wood, and something on top. But they didn't do that. They did delis. Why? Because in a mavim of foolish, if let's say this is your mavim of foolish, Shmuel holds you have to put a door. But Shmuel doesn't hold that this is a mavim of foolish. Shmuel holds that if it's a bend, it's not a mavim of foolish, it's a mavim sasum. So they took a Rav and they said it's a mavim of foolish. And then they took Shmuel and they said, if it's a mavim of foolish, 
Atsur Sabah is not enough. I need a door. They went crazy over here. They went all out. They went with that it is mafulish, but I need Rav for that. And once I have Rav, I'm going to steal Shmuel and say, well, if it's mafulish, I need a door. Is that okay to do? I want to be super machmer like that? Says the Gemara, Two doors in the, in, in the bends. Both bends need a door. How did they do like Rav? When you have a bend in a Mavoy, I view it as a complete open Mavoy and therefore it requires something, a Tzur Sapesach. That all I need is a Tzur Sapesach. Kishmuel. Then I move over to Shmuel. That the Loch is like Hananya that says that if I have a Mavoy Mavoy, I go like Basil that requires one door and Something else, like a lechi. Oh, v'amr Shmuel terasikasasim. But I, I can't jump on both chasanas. Say like Shmuel that you need a door, but Shmuel himself holds that it's, that a bend a bend in a mavui is considered a closed mavui, and I don't need anything. Zero. Kirav. Now I'm going to jump to the other chasana and say I hold like Rav. Do I'm Fine. So I do two chumras. As the Gemara, umiyavdinu ketrei chumri. Can I do like two chumras? Vatani loylam halach gebeisilo. We have a bracha that says you should always pass like Bissel. Now it's a contradiction. The Gemara is going to bring it up soon, but it says that according to Bishamai, I, I I could do if I want. I could go like Bishamai. Allah is like Bissel, but if I feel like go like Bishamai. You can do whatever he wants. What if he does Mikule Bishamai Mikule Bissel? He does. It sounds like us. I'll take the, the biggest cooler. Who's the most maker? Okay, I go with him. And tomorrow, today's Bishamai, be cool, I go with Bishamai. Tomorrow, Basil says, cool, I go with him. You want to go like Ramesh Feinstein? Go like Ramesh Feinstein. Be consistent in everything. You want to go to Chazish? But don't just jump. Oh, Chalastam, I go with Ramesh Feinstein. And then this, I go like, like Chazish. Doesn't work. So if you do both of those, Russia. Two coolers, you're Russia. What if you're a super tzaddik? So either a Rosh or a Shaita. You pick. So what should you do? Go be consistent. Grab one rabbi and go with him. everything. But don't start hopping. Don't be a Ebert Tzadik and grab all the Chumras of this one and all the Chumras of that one. That you're a Rosh. The Gemara is going to qualify. It's not so partial. Says the Gemara, but anyway, the, the, the price itself seems to be a contradiction. We start off saying, always do with Basilo no matter what. A second later, and then within the same sentence, they say, always do like Basilo, but if you want to do like Shami, do like Basilo. Doesn't make sense. So we have three T roots in. Later on, we're going to see there's a basket that came out. A heavenly voice said that Allah is always like a Basil. So before the heavenly voice came, before the basket came, you want to do like Bishami? Great. But once the basket comes out, that's it. We only go like Bishal. Or you could say the Pshad is like that the basket already happened. Okay, let's stop over here. Even though this is a very short Ahmed base. Now what, the famous Gemara, we had it a bunch of times, we'll mention it again, so it's called Gishmak. 
Rabbi Shua argued with Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Lezer argued with all Chachamim. Rabbi Lezer with the Taner Achnoi. And Rabbi Lezer, he brought, he said, if the Allah is like me, the walls of the Yismash are going to go like this, and the water is going to flow upstream. And, and finally, Abbasco said, and everything is, and they didn't agree with him. And then a, a heavenly voice came and said, Halach is like Rabbi Lezer. And they said, Yeshua said, we don't listen to the heavenly voice because he's a Yachid and we're the Rabbim. And they put him in Cherim. Terrible story, and he died in Cherim, and that whole story. So Rabbi Shua is the one that says, we don't listen to Basco. So we hold that the Allah is like Basil. But Rabbi Shua holds, you don't listen to Basco. We only hold like Basil because of the Basco. I don't hold like the Basco. So if you want to pick like Bisham, pick like Bisham. We're going to get to the answer tomorrow. How can you do like two, like Bishami and Basilo, or like, in our case, Rav and Shmuel. Have a wonderful evening. We'll see you tomorrow, Be'ez Hashem. Don't forget to see them. Don't forget to change your names on your... You should start trying it out right now. See if you know how to change your name to your location. Tell your friends to come. It's going to be an historical event, I promise you. L'chaim, agudavach. Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Yisraeli Khan. Shalom Aleichem. But what's the shtick about it? It's it's very interesting. He wanted the sponsor, he wanted anonymous. I said, tell me what you want me to print out. He said, a blank piece of paper. Okay, you just need to know something very important. That this paper came straight from America. And it's very valuable. So it's not just a blank piece of paper. He made me waste a piece of paper. I might have to take it and put it through the, the printer tomorrow. I can't just throw out a piece of paper from America. I tried typing an email, I don't know if he got it or not, but I sent one, and it doesn't get through to it. So what can I do? And Avram, Avram, Shalom Aleichem. Is your son still doing the daf, Avram? Avram, is your son still doing the daf with you? It's the same login, same login as Zoom, same, same thing, same login. Yeah, same, same login, YouTube, same everything. I don't know. Did you arrange it with Tor any time? No, I mean uploading out. Oh, by the way, Yosef, uh, not, not to be discussed now, but I just, I just saw there's a whole article in Mishpach magazine about Rabbi Shweed that did the all daf, and he's like, oh, I'm locking it out. There's so many requests to put the full daf on, but I can only have 10 people. Ah, chutzpah. I'm going to work on it. He just sent us a video. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. So now he's famous.